This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden's brother James spoke behind closed doors yesterday on Capitol Hill. It's part of the Republican-led House impeachment inquiry of the president. NPR's Ryan Lucas reports James Biden told lawmakers his brother has never had any involvement, direct or indirect, in James's business ventures. James Biden appeared behind closed doors before the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees. In his opening statement to lawmakers, he said that he never asked his brother to take any official action on his behalf or anyone's behalf. James Biden's appearance on Capitol Hill comes as new information has emerged about the former FBI informant charged with fabricating claims about a Biden bribery scheme involving a Ukrainian energy company. In court papers, prosecutors say Alexander Smirnov has extensive contacts with Russian intelligence. They also say that Smirnov told authorities after his arrest that officials tied to Russian intelligence were involved in passing along a story about Hunter Biden. Democrats say the Smirnov indictment undercuts the Republicans' case for impeachment. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. The White House's top negotiator on Middle East issues is in the Mideast this week. Brett McGurk is talking with officials from Egypt, Qatar, and Israel about working to secure the release of hostages held by Hamas and a pause in fighting in Gaza. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says the Biden administration will keep pressing its points. We are going to continue to stay engaged in this matter. Um, uh, with everything that we can bring to bear on behalf of the United States to work with Israel, to work with Egypt, to work with Qatar, uh, because we want to see the hostages released. We want to see a pause in the fighting. So that's what we'll continue to pursue. Miller also says the U.S. will unveil a new package of sanctions against Russia tomorrow. The Biden administration describes them as robust. These will come a week after the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny in a Russian penal colony. More than 40 percent of adults in the U.S. likely know someone who has suffered a fatal overdose. From member station WBUR, Martha Biebinger reports on a study out today from the RAND Corporation. Study authors say their survey is the first to show the widespread impact of the drug overdose crisis. Lead author Allison Athey says that 42 percent figure translates to about 125 million adults. So if if you think about the people that you know in your own social circle, about half of them um, probably knew somebody who died by overdose. Athey estimates about 12 million Americans are currently mourning a devastating loss. She says these close friends and family members need more support to stop the cycle of grief and loss. For NPR News, I'm Martha Biebinger in Boston. There are reports of widespread cellular phone outages across the U.S. this morning. The website Down Detector says there have been service interruptions for AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and other providers. This is NPR. A major hospital system in Alabama is stopping, for now, all in vitro fertilization treatments, or IVF. The process helps people who are seeking to become pregnant. But the University of Alabama at Birmingham Health System says it has to check its legal risks following this week's decision by the Alabama Supreme Court. The state court says that frozen embryos are children. It is not yet clear if it is a crime in Alabama to destroy frozen embryos. The San Diego Zoo could be home to a pair of giant pandas by the end of this summer. 
From member station KPBS, Eric Anderson has details. San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance officials say they're working with China to bring a pair of the popular bears here. The male and female would arrive in San Diego about five years after the Wildlife Alliance sent its last pandas back to China. Chinese President Xi Jinping hinted at the possibility last November when he was meeting with President Joe Biden in Northern California. The Wildlife Alliance confirms that they are working on permits and other approvals that need to be in place before the animals arrive. The female of the pair is reportedly a descendant of Bai Yun and Gao Gao, both former residents of the San Diego Zoo. Bai Yun gave birth to six cubs during her two decades in San Diego. For NPR News, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego. Later this afternoon, a private company will try to land its probe on the moon. The Odysseus craft is seeking to make the first U.S. landing on the moon in more than 50 years. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch.